This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, gorgeous. Today is a very special podcast because it is not just the three amigas. Amiga and Amigo. But I have Stasi. This is very exciting. Let me just say, I fucking live for this setup. I feel like I'm on the morning show right now. Like I'm in an audition, but I feel oddly comfortable. That's good. Right? It's like a good kind of casting no, I, couch. It's a like good- an actual one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. I love it too. Did you like? I did like the Versailles with your photo. I know you didn't for do that. Questions. Jessica did. No, that. I did that. <laughs> you photoshopped it. I did that. Are you joking? I swear to God, Lala. That, that's gonna bring tears to my eyes. I, well, you're I was so, so special. No, like that made me feel so good. I reposted it and I was like, oh my god, the art, like <laughs> Versailles, and then like me and my like yellow Big Bird loofah dress. Like yes. I loved that dress. <laughs> oh I trolled your Instagram and I was like. What photo would she look best in being placed at Versailles? And that's the one I chose. I can't believe you know how to Photoshop. I know. Is it that design. hard? Yeah. It's like, Lala, you didn't even have Venmo like <laughs> four months ago. <laughs> Which, by the way, didn't realize how annoying it was when someone didn't have Venmo. No shit. <laughs> Literally every time we went to dinner and I'm like, this fucking bitch, she's so lucky she doesn't drink because it doesn't even matter. I'm like, you only had like one entree. I don't care. You know what I mean? But if you were to be drinking yeah. and contributing to the alcohol cost and you didn't have Venmo, I would have cut you out as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I oh dang! Maybe I should have though. not gotten it because then I'd just be like balling on free meals no. with Stoss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Venmo. I finally got it. I learned how to Photoshop somewhat. No, all you do is like screenshot the photo and then like hold the actual person in the photo and it copies it and then you just paste it. You uh, know what I'm talking about? Nope. I'm gonna show you how to do this. Okay, show me. No, yeah. it's so good. Um. People went insane when I told them that you were coming on the podcast. I literally have not had you on. I don't think in since the very since, first episode no, of this podcast. Since um, I was pregnant. Oh. The three of us, me, yeah, you, and Brett. Yeah. I only come on this podcast. You only ask me on when I'm pregnant. <laughs> well, I feel like you've been pregnant kind of a lot in no, the past couple of years. It does feel like that. And in all fairness, no. Like, I, there was a long time where I was like, I'm not doing podcasts. So, like, it feels good to be back with you. Asking you to do my podcast was like asking Beyonce. <laughs> no, for real. Oh, my God. This is the first official studio, in-studio interview Lala's had. Really? Mm-hmm. Where have you been doing your interview? Oh, yeah, their table. <laughs> the table. Yeah, no, <laughs> the but the table. table. Yeah, but the table is so cute. It was great, but this is much better. Honored to be first. Honored to be in the same breath as Beyonce right now. But Always. Like, yeah. All hail. Um, Okay, so you're pregnant again. I think you're carrying different this time around. Duh. (laughs) I'm surprised your shoes fit. No, for real. You guys, when I was pregnant with Hartford, within the first, I think it was week 16, I started to swell and I couldn't fit into any of my shoes. It was also COVID, okay? So I didn't leave my house. I just sat around watching the Great British Bake Off show, baking all day and eating what I baked all day. So, like, yes, I am carrying differently this time around. You think you ate more during that time than now? Yes. 
Really? Lala, baked goods morning, noon, and night. You did bake a lot. Yes. (laughs) A lot of people did in COVID. That's all I had to live for. Cupcakes. I remember (laughs) we went on a trip. Where where did we go? Lake Havasu. No, I think it was Lake Mead. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was something. They're all the the same. They're all the same. same. (laughs) And Stassi fitting her little sausage feet into Chanel's. I was like... I think we ought to give them up, girl. <laughs> I think it's time. No, it was sad. It was definitely, you know, like those images of Kim Kardashian when she was pregnant and her feet are like bubbling out of her her heels. That That's what that was. I also think that women carry differently with girls. I think that actually you looked like a goddess. So like this theory doesn't make any sense. But like when you're pregnant with a girl, you get fugly. But like when you're pregnant with a boy, they don't steal your beauty. Oh, so many people have written me that that I believe it. <laughs> wait now side. that makes me so nervous because i don't know like i didn't gain much weight with ocean but she was also small in the tummy she came three weeks early but i wouldn't know if i was fugly or not because it was covid i was in sweatpants and there was no reason to get ready or put makeup on like that's got to be fun this time around because you can like actually get ready no you have no idea this whole experience has been so different like i was scared at first and apprehensive to get to try and get pregnant again because I associate it with just like being stuck at home, feeling depressed, baking, not like not putting on clothes, just wearing sweatpants, all those things. And I'm like, I can't do that to myself again. And then I kind of had to be reminded that, okay, well, life's not like that. And so this time I'm like, what can, what, how do I fill my days? How do I jam pack them as much as possible? Like I, even if I'm at home, I put on a cute outfit. I do my hair and my makeup. I just, it's so different. Everything about it is so different. Just wait until you get pregnant again and you're able to just leave your house and and film or just record your just it's so much more fun. I believe that I've started saving images of like Rihanna because (laughs) she's my pregnancy fashion inspo. Like I can't wait to just like wear bikini tops out to Craig's with like unbuttoned jeans. You're going to kill it. I want to kill it. You will. I'm so jealous of you. Why? Because For me, there's not many relationships that are in. I've seen successful relationships like with my mom and dad, with my older brother. But within the friend group, there's not many relationships that I look at and go, I want that. That's so nice, Lala. Well, it's true. And I I talked to you about this on your podcast. Yeah. But just the way that you and Bo parent Hartford, the relationship that the two of you have, you can just tell that you enjoy each other so, so much. And I'm wondering how you find that balance of like, how am I a good wife? You obviously are a working mom and then you're a mom. So how do you find the balance? And I hate when people ask me this question, Mm -hmm. but people are going crazy and want to know like how you maintain everything being. And when, and when it's not so great, What does that look like? Well, I'll tell you what I'm failing at right now. And I've noticed that I failed at it for like a a good chunk of time, like over a year. (laughs) I'm like failing in the friendship area of my life. Like I feel like I don't keep in touch with people very well because I'm like I'm there's so much I personally feel like is on my plate just being a mom and working and being a wife that like I don't know how to also give myself to my friends the way that I used to and I notice that and I don't like that about myself but also it's like you can't have it all like sometimes in life like 
other things are going to suffer because you're focusing on something else. And I try to not expect in return from my friends too much because I'm not able to give it. So like, let's that part of my life I recognize is like it's suffering. Like I could be better, you know. Okay. But I also feel like I'm not that great of a wife. Like I could totally have sex with Bo way much, way more. <laughs> <laughs> like truly, I could. I think that all of the things, like we both respect each other so much, and we're both best friends, and so we like the day to day of our lives like it works so well because I think that respect is there and that friendship but I could be better at making him feel wanted but like I'm tired all the time well you're like a hundred <laughs> months pregnant but I feel I know I just feel guilty because he does such a good job of making me feel wanted yeah that like I've recognized that like I don't do that so so while you look at us and say that I'm slacking like, I can see that I'm slacking. But I feel that it's not even about, like, I'm looking at just Instagram and going, it's not real life. Like, I think you have been totally open and honest with me about the pieces that sometimes are lacking. Yeah. And it just feels like a very healthy relationship. Like, obviously, it's not going to be perfect all the time. And there are things that you could do differently and better. But I feel like the way that you and Bo handle that is, like... The coolest part. Well, the difference between like this relationship and anything else I've ever experienced before, it's like three things. One is just like there is that respect for each other. I respect him so much and I know he respects me. So like that informs everything that I do. Yeah. What was those fuck those three things? I literally am like, <laughs> what was the two other things? The pregnant you have pregnancy brain pregnancy right now brain. and voice. The re- the respect <laughs> part of it. The um Oh, the fact that we put each other first, sometimes before Hartford, because we feel like if that foundation isn't there, then, like, how are we going to be there for her? So, like, I know that's, like, controversial to say, like, you should always put your kid first. But sometimes, no. Because no. <laughs> because I feel like we both know that, like, if we're not cool, then how are we going to be cool for our kids? 100%. So, at least we're on the same page there. Okay. And then the third thing is the way that we parent. It's like we both, it's not a competition of like who's doing better or who's like had to work harder. You know what I mean? Like I feel like so much of the time I've seen couples that they're like, well, I did this all day or I was with the baby all day or like blah, blah, blah. That we don't do that. It's like if I see that like he's struggling or like needs a nap or something, it's like, okay, tap out. Like I'll do it. I don't mind. It, it's there's no competition. So I love that. It feels like a partnership. And those are like the three things that I feel like has like really worked for us. Yeah. So I learned that if you go into couples therapy, they always say that the relationship always comes before the child. Really? Because yes. Because without a healthy relationship, you don't have a healthy home for your child. Yeah. Right? So if you're constantly making sure that the kid is good, but you and your co-parent or partner are not, then that fucks up the entire dynamic of the home. Right? I agree. That's how I feel. Because, like, think about it. Like, when you're in a fight or an argument with your partner, like, oh, my God, if Bo and I are fighting, like... I'm so testy with Hartford mm-hmm. and like my my I have a short fuse and I'm just irritated and then like the energy in the vibe in the house is thick. And so like that's not what I want 
for my kids. No, and that's more toxic, having that type of situation, two parents in the same home who aren't getting along, than two parents who decide, let's go our separate ways, and yes, the child will be bounced back and forth, but at least they're being bounced back and forth to healthy homes. Fully agree, Lala. My parents divorced when I was, what, four or five, and I have zero trauma from that. I All I have are, like, happy memories of just, like, yeah, two happy homes, and my parents then were friends. Totally. And, And, like, I never really saw – of course, you should see fighting. Like, you should see realistically, like, what a relationship is going to be like. But it was never anything that I'm like, oh, this was, like, a dark place to live in. Like, it scarred you. It It, it didn't do that. No. Yeah, I think watching parents, like, have an argument and then seeing how they come out of it is definitely important. I mean, I feel like that's kind of what we were exposed to. I feel like you should watch your parents argue and then make up because it, it feels like you can stand up for yourself and it won't ruin a relationship. Excuse me. It won't ruin a relationship. Totally. Right. So, yeah. No, no I, I think it's. I really agree. See. Do you know what it seems like, too? Just that I'm noticing with you. I feel like you make conscious efforts. And I say that because uh, you just had mentioned you wake up and get ready every day. Like for me, that is such a conscious decision. Even in like your appearance, you're like, I feel better about myself. I'm going to wake up and get ready every day. Now with your relationship, I feel like you're probably the type of person who makes a conscious effort. Like maybe I'm not doing this. I'm going to make an effort, a conscious effort to do that. And I was just having that conversation with my boyfriend of seven years with just friendships. I don't know how mothers do it, but I'm like juggling friends and my relationship right now. And we just talked about like, okay, maybe I need to put more of a conscious effort into like more time with me and my partner versus me and my friends. And I feel like you do that. Do you think, do you, are you like conscious about that? And you're like, I need to make these decisions versus it coming naturally or. Now that you say that, I'm like thinking about my, my, thinking about like my whole life. (laughs) But like, I do spend a lot of time thinking about like what makes me feel good. What makes the energy in like my home good? Like what make, and then I, I make decisions based off that. Like, I know that if I don't do, like, my hair and makeup or put on a cute outfit every day, that day's not going to be that great. Like, I'm going to, I'm just not going to look back on that day and be like, nailed it. Mm -hmm. So, like, I make an effort to do that. And I think I do that with every area of my life. And I I don't know that that if it came naturally or if it's just something I've been practicing but I feel you're making me feel so wise right now. <laughs> I think you I think you that you do take a step back from your reality and process and see where things need to shift, because even in our friendship, you know, you were very vocal to me about things that like were not working. And I feel like we had a conversation. It was yeah. like got on the phone. This is annoying me. And I would like to see a change. So I think you're like that even, at least in our friendship. So I can only imagine what it's like when you're at home with Bo or with Hartford. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I am. We're here to build a bitch up. (laughs) Thank you. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) Give Them Lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. 
And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash G-T-L. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what Dash Pass is, I'm about to change your world. Dash Pass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. Dash Pass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Speaking of your relationship, was there anything that you feel after your relationship with that one guy with the man hair, the man bun? Yeah. After that relationship, because that was the last one before you got with Bo, right? Yeah. Did you take a step back from that and say, this is what I'm looking for in a dude, and this is what they have to bring to the table in order for me to to settle down with them? Or did that just kind of happen with Bo? No, I knew. No, I, I knew because man bun made me realize definitely what I don't want. Okay. And man bun made me feel bad about my job, bad about my career. About reality TV? Didn't like reality TV. Didn't like the quirky. I don't think he liked my basic bitchness. He didn't like, there's so he wanted to change me. All the time. I just felt like I was constantly having to be somebody that I wasn't with him. And that w- and then also the other thing was that Man Bun never made an effort to be around my friends. So after Man Bun, I was like, if I'm going to end up with someone, that person will want to be around my friends and will make an effort with my friends. And he's going to love all the things about me. Or at least fucking pretend. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, pretend that you like... That I'm amazing, bitch. You know what I mean? Be my biggest cheerleader. And I found those two things in Bo. And it was just like something that I had never really or I hadn't felt in a really long time. And I think that's also something that makes this relationship work. Like I never feel like I have to change myself or be something different when I'm with Bo. And you had met Bo a couple times before and like hung out and it was like, no, no, I never no. Wait, someone, didn't Kristen or someone want to set you guys up and you were like, you met and it was like, no. And then one night you like hooked up or something. Or did I make this up in my head? You're blurring it a little. Okay, tell me. Kristen and Katie had wanted to set me up with Bo for a while and he didn't want to be me. (laughs) (laughs) I love the honesty. You're Um, blurring it. He didn't like me. He didn't want to know. He saw my Instagram and he was like, no, like, I don't think that this is going to work. Whenever I talk about this to, to him now, he's like, 
obviously like I thought you were beautiful and stunning. He's like, I just saw this like blonde, big boobed reality star who probably gets like <laughs> bottle service at clubs and stuff. Like, oh. you know what I mean? Like just not anything that like would fit in with like my life or would want to be with me. Like we wouldn't be a good match. And yeah. so it took a while for him to want to meet me. Okay. And then when I met him, I just won him over with my sparkling personality. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's like, I guess I can take a break from Barney's beanery <laughs> to hang out with Stoss. <laughs> Literally, though. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh Nailed it's it. It's such a perfect fit. And I love the two of you next to each other because you got Bo with, like, most of the time a Rams hat on. He loves the Rams. Most of the time. Uh, yeah. All the like, time. all I've the never fucking met time. Him without one. Yeah. Facts. Like, Factual. Little, yeah. <laughs> little button up shirt. Jeans, vans, and then Stassi just, in the most basic way, I guess, decked to the fucking <laughs> minds. And it's the best thing to see. I want that. You will find that. You Manifest will find that. that shit. You will. Although talking about your co-parenting and relationship, I'm like, I kind of got that with my mom. <laughs> we really got that shit down to a science. <laughs> you really, You really do. Were you... Because I, I always tell Lala, I'm like, don't be looking for it, not like you are. And that's when it'll come. Were you ready and looking for a relationship? No. See, that's okay. true. That's that's the thing. I was so loving being single. I was loving dating around. I was loving going on girls trips, doing whatever the fuck I wanted, like shopping all the time. Like I, I always tell my friends who are single, like, enjoy this shit right. because mm. one day you're not going to have it. Like you get to just live for yourself right now. Mm-hmm. I loved every second of it. So when I did meet Bo, we took it slow because I was in no, I really enjoyed my life the way that it was. So I was in no hurry to disrupt it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you like loved your, your apartment that you were oh, in. Like yeah, it I was fucking time- loved that apartment. <laughs> you loved it. Loved it. <laughs> but I mean, your house now, by the way, we talk about, I think about this all the time. I remember coming over to your house mm-hmm. and Obsessed, right? Gorgeous. I loved all of it. It was totally your vibe. And I was like, are you a little worried for like when y'all have kids? And you were like, well, what we're going to do is once we decide to have kids, we'll probably start looking in the valley and put this up for sale. No. (laughs) That did not happen. No. Okay. The market's crazy right now, Lala. I'm going to die in this house. (laughs) Literally. I could think of worse places to die. Yeah, no, I know. And I feel like a brat when I complain about it because I am so in love with my house, so in love with it. But for two children, there's not that much to do. Like there is no yard. There's so many stairs. It's kind of like a haunted house, the way that it's like set up. Like Bo's closet is in Hartford's room. The baby's not even going to have its own bathroom right now. So like it's it's just uh, I I know. I I totally get what you're saying. But like. Ocean has the tiniest closet ever because I was like, you're small. We can fit a lot of clothes in here. And like I took over the closet in her bedroom. Hartford, so yes, Hartford doesn't have a closet. She has an armoire. Okay. <laughs> That's all she needs. That's all she needs. Right? The clothes are no, so small. That no. You I had agree. to give up your room of a closet. Yes, I did. Yes, I for did. For the new baby. Is it done? The nursery? No, it's not. And that's it literally I cry like once a day. Pregnancy hormones, because I'm just like, it. nothing's ready. I do not feel prepared. When I was pregnant with Hartford, everything was done within like four, the first four months because COVID 
baking. I had nothing to fucking do. But this time, nothing is done. And I feel like if this baby were to come, like, where the fuck would I put him? What would I do? I don't feel. Do you have a bassinet? I do. But, like, nothing else is done. That's okay. It's the second baby. It's like those commercials where it's, like, first kid and you're, like, freaking out about everything. Second yeah. kid, you're, like, yeah. it's, like, you just kind of wing it a little bit more. No, for sure. How do you feel about the snoo? Hartford hated it, so I'm not doing, I'm not getting it again. I saw the price tag on that, and I was like, we ain't snooing. Oh, no. What are you guys speaking of? What's the snoo? It's supposed to be this miracle crib, so it, it moves so the okay. baby's constantly being rocked, which uh, so many babies like are obsessed with it. it, sleep through the night right away. Hartford did not like it. It was so expensive. We were able to like sell it on Craigslist, but for like a fraction of the price. It's like what? A couple thousand dollars? I think it's like two thousand dollars. I think we like sold it just to get it out of the house. I think like three hundred dollars. So like Shut lost up. money on it. I would say this, like, if this baby sucks at sleeping, I would consider renting it to mm -hmm. try it out. But do not buy the snoo, you guys. If I could just give anyone any advice, just don't buy the fucking snoo. I don't think you should buy the snoo either. Unless, and it also has, yeah. like, a, like, a straight jacket in there. So they're, like, attached yeah. to it, and then it rocks them. <laughs> and then yeah. if they wake up even a little bit, it starts rocking again. But oh. a lot of my friends who used the snoo, their kids are in their bed now. I hear that. In the parents' In bed? the parents' I hear bed. That. Unless the snoo wants to be a sponsor of the podcast, then all my <laughs> then I'll snoo it up. I'll be snooing my little ass off. And I'll give you one, too. <laughs> People loved us talking about style on your podcast. Yes. The okay. First, the first thing I want to know is what is one of your least favorite trends that has ever existed? Whether you took it on or not, like, what trend did you hate of all the times of trending? Okay. I, I, I won't be able to say like my absolute least favorite because I would need to give that days and days of thought. Of course. Okay. So right now I'm going to say like those big, like big chunky sandals. I just like can't get like down Herman with. Munster looking sandals. Yes. They're so masculine or like what, even when people wear Birkenstocks or like those big slides, do you hate those worse than the bucket hats? Oh, fuck bucket hats. Oh, shit. Never mind. You really Hold called on. me out on two of them. Bucket hats, number one. I'll say bucket hats, number one. No one looks cute. It, it literally takes away from your attractiveness. Like, no one looks good in a bucket hat. So, like, don't do it. Babies, that's it. But even Hartford sometimes, I'm like, take the bucket hat off. <laughs> I can't. I showed up to Stassi's one time in a Burberry bucket hat. She did not give a damn. She was like, it's Hideous, take it off. And I did buy some Prada Herman Munster shoes, and I've only worn them one time. Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about the loafers? The mm, loafers? No. Oh, I live for a loafer. No, they're not a loafer. They are the exact sandal that you're talking about. Okay. So bulky. Oh. Okay. And I don't really know what I was thinking I, when I bought them. I think that everyone who is wearing these big, chunky sandals will all collectively look back at this moment in time and say, what the fuck were we thinking? What do you think it'll be in comparison to? Like, back, like what will be the equivalent from back statement in the day? Statement necklaces. Ugh. The way that I wore them. You love the <laughs> statement necklace. Yes, but I look back and I'm like, what the fuck? Why was I wearing, wearing armor with every outfit? I would literally, to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> literally. I don't know what's weirder, though. Is you on a beach or, like, a statement necklace on the beach? Yeah, I'm not really, like, a beach girly. Like, I'll go, but. No, Stassi's like, take me somewhere that's frigid and yeah. is very old. I'm a city girl. City, yeah. An old city girl. 
So you don't like the chunky. So you're probably not a dog. What do you think about docs? Do you Doc hate Martin? Doc, Doc Martin? Doc Martin, the platform, any docs. You hate them? I don't hate them because I think there there's a way to style them that I, I think is interesting. Okay. So like I just because I'm not wearing them doesn't mean I can't appreciate them on somebody else. Okay. Yeah. I can't picture you in a Doc Martin. No, it's not, it's not me. <laughs> I, you're like a delicate. I prefer a feminine shoe. Yes. It makes me feel my best. Like there are times where I'll go to like Bloomingdale's and be like, oh my gosh, Stoss has not these exact shoes because we know Stoss is like, do not what? buy what I have. No. And then I put them on. <laughs> I put them on and I'm like, I look ridiculous. Really? No. Can you do me a favor and describe your style in three words? Oh, my God. So funny that you just asked me this. <laughs> but I love this. Because I just had on Allison, uh, what's her last, Bornstein. Okay. Um, okay. She's, she's the one on TikTok who's gone viral who um, who did did the three-word method okay. for your style. And I was so excited to have her on my podcast. The episode didn't come out yet. And I've been like, Allison, I've been trying to think of my three words for like a year now. And I like... All my words are boring when I hear them together because I was like classic, chic, polished. I'm like, that's fucking boring. Like all three of those together. And then she's like, I'm going to figure out your words. Oh, my God. And gosh, she went chills. through my closet. OK, she looked at everything and she's like, I know. I know what it is. She goes, classic is one of them. And she goes, and chic can be one of them. But she's like, your other one is Baroque. What is it? Like Versailles, okay? Baroque. Uh, Baroque. Like, you know, like the style of Versailles? Yes, that's I'm what like, you're... That is it. And I'm like, that is it. Because she's like, you love like a fluffy f sleeve. You love jewels on everything. Mm -hmm. Like, there's this like element of like Baroqueness to your style, but you still dress pretty classic. I originally thought you said broke, and I was like, oh, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> hold up. <laughs> she may be basic, but shit ain't broke. <laughs> No, it like the way that it got me excited. I, I it made my it, it made my year. It made my year to hear that word. That's actually like that. so because when we went to Versailles, yes, to Versailles, you looked like if I were to put you onto the wall, it would just blend. Thank you because I dress again for a theme. Okay, so we have your three words. Damn. What are your three Damn. words? Let's mm. do it. Oh my god. Oh, this will be. Fun. Wait, I want to know because you're okay. into this stuff. What would mine be? Okay. I would say sexy or something that has to do with that word. Like something that it doesn't have to exactly be that word, but it could be a synonym for it. Okay. Because like you, you're a hot person. Like you dress like a hot person. Thank you. Okay. So like that has to be one of your words. I think elevated should be one of your words. <laughs> I'm loving my words. Okay. So like mm -hmm. sexy and elevated and then casual. Bam. That's it. Yeah, along the same lines. Because, like, like, you don't yeah. dress up. That, I mean, yes, you do dress up, and but even still when you dress up, it's there's an element of, like, California casualness to chill. it. Chill. You know? Yeah, that's how I've always been. Like, yes, I want to look good, but above all else, I'm trying to be comfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, write those down, and if you, like, want to tweak them, mm -hmm. go for <laughs> okay, it. Okay, we said sexy. Yeah. Casual. Elevated. Wow. Because you, so still always, you still always look put together and elevated. Like, you never look like a casual, like, slob. I think that's because I spend money on my shoes and bags. Oh, that's what that, that's what I say, too. Like, yeah. I don't spend money on clothes. Like, that shit can be from anywhere. Like, yeah. But bags and, and shoes, that's important. What about jewelry? And jewelry. No, I'm big. I'm yeah. huge on jewelry. I know. You are always fingers dripping, the neck be dripping. There is nothing that makes me more excited to, like, put on like in the morning than jewelry 
over clothes, over shoes, over purses, over makeup, over hair. Like, I feel my best when I'm in jewelry. I relate to that with my hoops. Yeah. See? We all have our things. What's the thing, Do you though? own a pair of hoops? I, You know what? I think <laughs> I do. Because during COVID, yeah. hoops were, like, so big and everywhere. And I was like, maybe I'm a hoops girly. And I bought them. I wore them once. And I'm like, I'm not a hoops girly. Okay, can we please do this one night? We're going to dress each other? Yes, we're going out to dinner. I'm dressing you, you're dressing me. We're yeah. going to feel very uncomfortable, but it's okay. Once I get, like, peak hot again, absolutely. Because you're not going to dress me in your sexy, sexy, casual, <laughs> elevated style. No, I want to dress whilst... you like Rihanna with that bump. <laughs> I would have the best time. Oh, my God. It's like the best accessory. I've, like, never walked out showing my bump ever. Oh, you're missing out. Like, Ever. The only time I got to do it was when we went to, I think, Katie's house and I wore a crop top and like all we did was just sit there. I also think I dyed my hair a little bit pink. Oh, didn't you? COVID was a weird time. You did have pink. COVID sucked. COVID was a very (laughs) weird time. It really was. What's the ugliest you've ever felt? Oh, probably like now. No, I would go with like when I. With or without being pregnant. I want to know the ugliest ever in your lifetime. That you've ever felt. I I genuinely feel ugly pregnant without like my hair, makeup and clothes. Like this weekend I've felt me and Hartford have been sick and we didn't leave the house. And like so I didn't do anything to myself. Yeah. And I truly feel like Quasimodo. Like (laughs) I I feel like a beast. Like I'm not one of those people that loves being pregnant. I do the best with it. Like I'm I'm so thankful that I am. So I like try to make the most out of being pregnant. I feel guilty when people message me and they're like, God, you know, you make pregnancy look so easy and so fun. And I love your attitude towards it. I'm like, fucking attitude towards it. I hate this shit. Like, <laughs> I hate this shit. I can't wait to be a hot person again. So like I'm not somebody that loves being pregnant. Yeah. I don't feel good about myself when I'm pregnant. That is so crazy maybe, to me but maybe postpartum's worse though postpartum's worse like mm. those like first couple months after you give birth when your belly's like deflated and like your thighs are still chafing and you're like what the fuck is See, life i felt so hot after i dropped ocean out the that's cookie. because I... that is because within three days you looked exactly how you did pre-pregnancy it was disgustingly unfair and rude Rude. That is true. But what if my second, this is what I'm nervous about, is the second baby? What if it, like. No, you'll be fine. You really? Are, you, I, Lala, you are going to be more than fine. I'm starting to prep my body now. You're never going to have to worry about not being a hot person. Trust. I kind of agree. I, I agree okay, with that. Okay, from Stassi's mouth to fucking God's yes, ears. I'm taking it up with the man. You're fine. If that ever changes. You're fine. But do you ever look back at photos of yourself the first time pregnant and be like, I felt so ugly, but look how cute I was. No. Really? <laughs> no. I look back. I do this every night, okay? okay? I look back just to make myself feel better at all, like, the exact week that I was pregnant with Hartford at the week I am, like, currently, so that I can see how much uglier I was than I am right now. Oh, my hell. <laughs> to make myself feel better about where I am right now. <laughs> are you Are you nervous about this second baby coming? Not because it's a second child, but, like, for example, I sit there and with Ocean and, like, in my mind, she couldn't get any cuter, any more perfect. And like, I think about okay, when another baby comes into play, like, it's gonna is it gonna be that. as cool? Is it gonna be as cool as Ocean to where I'm like, okay, I love you just as much? Or am I gonna be like, I don't know about this? I'm not worried about that. 
I'm worried that it's gonna di- like f- totally disrupt all the the things I love about my life right now. Like I love my life right now. I love our little family, mm-hmm. and I love like how we handle Hartford. I love how we do things together, and everything that I hear about having a second baby is like you don't really get to spend time with your partner that much anymore because you're just like separated taking care of one's taking care of each kid and so I'm mainly worried about like what that will do how a second child will disrupt our flow okay I'm obviously not a parent of two kids so I'll probably be coming to you for advice however I think if you and Bo can really create for the first, I know it sounds like a really long time, but think about it. It flies by Hartford's already, what, over two and a half. Mm -hmm. If you can say, okay, for this amount of time, it's going to take maybe a year and a half, two years of where things may be a little bit funky. Because then once this baby boy is, you know, old enough, they're going to be playing together. Totally. And no, I and that's something that I tell Bo all the time because he gets more stressed out with like Hartford than I do. And I'm like, Bo, this is temporary. Everything that you're feeling right now is temporary. This tantrum is temporary. How she's acting is temporary. When this baby comes, that will be temporary. It Like life's always changing. So like when you feel like getting frustrated, just be like it's not always going to be like this. That's so crazy that you're the one that's saying those no, things. No, it is so weird that, like, I have, like, this, like, weird amount of patience when it you're comes so to evolved. being a mom. But, like, I don't have patience with anything else. It is crazy because when I see you with Hartford, she could be having a meltdown and Stassi's like, it'll end. Well, at some point. <laughs> no, but true. And I'm like, I don't want to match her energy and then all of a sudden, like, be wound up and fucking crazy because then she's going to think that, like, oh, well, that's... That's the norm. No, I'm like, I got to stay calm. It causes anxiety, too, because love my parents to death. But that's what my mom was. She was like, if I got wound up, she got wound up. Mm-hmm. And then I grew up with anxiety because of it. Oh, okay. God. So good for you. Okay. Well, you would have had it anyway with I social know. media. <laughs> <laughs> Do you compare Hartford to other kids? Fuck yeah. You're a liar <laughs> if you say that you're not comparing your children. The other day, also, I heard Bo said to Hartford. He goes, Ocean would never do this. <laughs> and I was in the other room. <laughs> and I'm like, we can't do that. Okay, we can say it behind our back. Not to our face. <laughs> but we cannot ever say that. Wait, what was she doing? Her. What was Hartford doing? I don't know. One of the things, whenever I tell her no, she does the opposite. Like, which I get is a normal thing for toddlers. Like, totally they normal. Test their boundaries, all that stuff. But it was just one of those things. Like, she. She dis- she's disruptive all day long, okay? So, like, it's hard for me to pinpoint exactly what she was doing this one time. <laughs> but I literally heard Bo in the other room say that, and I'm like, no. No, we can't say no, that. No, we say that behind her back, Bo. <laughs> like good parents. Yeah. We only talk shit behind our kids' backs. Yes. Not to their faces. No, but with Ocean, if I want her to do something, I have to tell her not to do it. Like, I'll be like, because we had to take Santa Claus away, I told you. Yeah. So I'm like, don't you brush your teeth. Don't you brush your teeth. That's actually. And then she was like. <laughs> That's pretty genius. Genius. I would like to try that. I'm going to go home today and be like, you better not fucking eat your dinner, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. Stassi. You're going to get so many messages from people being like, not Stassi, calling her kid a bitch again. It's Don't like, worry. Everyone I... relax. It's a joke. Oh. Never to her face. Never to her face. <laughs> but it's all good. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. So many people are asking about your Taylor Swift era's tour experience. Oh, wow. Did you go? No. No, I, I got invited and I was like, I'm good. And now I'm what? kicking myself. I know. I know. I didn't go, but congrats on going. It was um, like one of the best experiences of my life. It would have been mine too. And I was a dumbass and was like, I don't really listen to her music. That would have been a really fun girls thing to do together. Like that, that's actually, that's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. We should have thought about that, actually. (laughs) Do you like Beyonce? Of course. Everyone loves Beyonce. And I hope to get tickets to Beyonce. (laughs) You, I want to see if you can come on the 4th. It's on the 4th? I'm going on the 4th. It's Beyonce's birthday and I'm going to go for my birthday. What? The 4th of, oh. Of September. Oh, you're giving birth like two days after. Never mind. Oh, (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) That's actually really sucky. What if you gave birth at the Beyonce concert? I was literally thinking about that at Taylor Swift because I I was in pain. Wait, really? No, it was, it's such a long night and you get there early and then she goes on for so long that I'm like, this is, I am physically hurting so badly, but I'm having so much fun. I mean. You had good seats. No, it was incredible. I went with free people and like, I will be loyal to free people forever and ever until I die. Like, You went with free people? What a perfect Taylor Swift right? brand right? to go, to go with. with. I know. And I was like so excited to pick out clothes from their website to wear to Taylor Swift. And then I'm like, I'm pregnant. I can't wear any of this fucking shit. All I could all I could get was like, okay, I guess this blazer will fit me. Like, fuck. Like, whatever. <laughs> was it the most incredible? Because I know that Hartford's a Swifty. Yes. Um, but Are Hartford- you a Swifty? I, uh, so I never know whether I'm allowed to call myself a Swifty or not. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, the chance. You know, I don't know all of the, like... You know, they, they're they like chants. They oh, I thought it was just it meant like you liked her or you didn't. No, it's like way serious. And I don't want. That's a religion. I, I, yeah, if yeah. It, it feels like it. And like you have to know like all the Easter eggy things and everything about her life. And I don't know that. I just really love her music and okay. I love to play it. And I like her. I like every time I see an interview with her, I'm like, God, she's so fucking likable. Like I'm I root for Taylor Swift always. I I hope that that makes me a Swifty, but I'm not going to pretend that I'm like some diehard fan that knows everything. In this everything. room, it makes you a Swifty. In all this right? room, I feel like I'm a Swifty. You're yeah. a Swifty. Yeah. You're a fan. Like I don't need you to be like collecting friendship bracelets and knowing the channels. All right, <laughs> that's when I put you into. A I loved the fr- I, wait, I loved the friendship bracelets. Like that was so fun. Yeah, they like exchanged them, right? Yeah, it was really fun. It was like four hours, right? Yes, just her part. What? Yeah, what do you just mean her, just her part? Just oh, like the openers? Her, the openers are, are in addition to that. It's oh a long, my. no, it's a long fucking night. She's like an athlete. Wait, she's <laughs> on stage for four hours? It was, I feel like it was over three and a half. It was it, definitely three four. and a half. Yeah, I, I feel like it was four. Yes, she's on stage. John's shaking his her. head. It's, Producer John said it's four hours. Four hours. And Did you go? 
Producer no, John did not he didn't go. go. Remember, we heard about this. So many yeah. people were asking me, like, what era are you? And I thought that meant, like, what era is my favorite? Like, what Taylor Swift era? So I was going around telling everyone reputation because that's <laughs> my favorite. And people were looking at me like I was batshit crazy. And finally, like, I talked about it on my podcast. And everyone was saying, no, when people ask you your era, that means which one are you in? And reputation's all about, like, revenge. <laughs> Oh, that's where I'm at then. But that is not where I'm at. So people were probably taken aback being like, really? Like, that's... Is that her newest album? No. What's Vigilante shit on? I love that one, Midnight's. So, so what I is think, your era? Like what one I'm in what, right now? People are like, yes. When people ask you, the correct answer would be what? Fearless? No. No, I don't think so. I feel like maybe 1989. Oh, that's a great one. It's just so like... Boppy and fun. Is that and what Lovers is on or whatever? Or Trouble? Trouble. Bad Love. I can't, keep bad track of, I can't keep track of all the songs that are on each one. But I will say, I do have a new favorite now. Reputation used to be my favorite. Okay. Midnight's for sure. Mm-hmm. After, and after seeing her, like, it's the one with Vigilante shit. It's, there's, it, there's just such, like, a wide range of cool music. Right. That I'm like, this is, this is what's fucking up. Like, this is elevated. Okay, I want to become a Swifty. I think I'm going to dedicate the next few months to, like, understanding what it means. I'm going to make the friendship bracelets or whatever. Like, I don't have that much going on. I can fit that into my you schedule. You have the most going on. I do? You, yes. And are one of the busiest mind, people I know. And yet my mind can still talk <laughs> me into a dark hole. So clearly there is enough time for me to do something different. You what know? do you mean? Well, if I'm, like, very busy, but yet my mind can still go to, like, strange places about, like, oh, my God, what is my life going to turn out to be? Then we need to figure out something that's productive to place in to those moments so that the mind doesn't venture. The mind needs no time to venture right now. Okay. what you time? What I mean? of, yeah, what time of day is your mind venturing? Nighttime. Once I put the kid to bed. Okay. You should start watching, like, Outlander or something. <laughs> I've been watching Desperate Housewives, actually. Okay. like the, A rewatch. Not the Desperate Housewives. Not Sorry. the What oh, did I say? You said Desperate Housewives? Desperate Housewives so the, on to melatonin. So not, <laughs> not real housewives. No. I want to know if you can tell me, would you, two things. The first thing I want to talk about is would you ever do reality TV again? Because when I see you, I'm like, this bitch has it figured out. Go live your best life. Keep the cameras away. But how do you feel about it? Yeah, I know. I would do it again. Like I I it would just have to be something that I'm not changing my life to to fit in to that show. Right. Do you know what so I mean? Like keep your life the way it is and then have cameras come in and cover what this is. Yeah. If it worked out that way, which I don't know that it would. You know, I don't know that that's interesting to people. I don't I don't know if that's ever going to be something that's on the horizon. But I'm and it's such like a complicated answer like the, I feel like people like like want a black and white answer from me like they want when people ask me this right like would you do reality TV again they just want like yes or no but it really would just depend on what it is I'd probably be so nitpicky about it that by the the end of like the discussions they'd be like god you're exhausting we don't even want you anymore <laughs> do you know what I mean yes and I know that people like a black and white answer when it comes to this topic but I so relate to what you just said it's like I don't want anybody disrupting what I have going on. Yeah. Do you, you have your name picked out for yeah. the boy. Yeah. Can you share with us the names you did not pick? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know the names that you didn't choose. 
Okay, the main one. Yeah. People are going to hate it. Tell us. <laughs> it can't be worse than Utah, which is what I, I originally that. wanted. No, Lala, oh. when you said that to me, I'm like, get out. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> get your bucket hat and get out of the, my <laughs> fucking house. <laughs> Take your Jesus sandals, your bucket hat, and the name Utah. Get okay. the fuck out. You guys, the main one that I was going to name this boy yeah. was Loring. What? L-O-R-I-N-G. So basically what people call me, but with an ing on the end, <laughs> yeah. I, I am so offended. Loring. Oh, I mean, God. I thought it was so fun. <laughs> it's so bad, Stassi. What I the, can't lie to you. What the fuck? Okay, let's look at these other ones. Have survived. Oh my God, school. these are so embarrassing. Okay, I didn't. Okay, Bo said no to every single one of these. So they weren't like properly like... It's not like we were going to name him this. Like, Loring was literally the only one that we agreed on, except for this current name. I'm shocked that Bo would agree to that. Yeah, okay. What's the next Because it's cool. Okay? And you could call him Lore. And Lore is our favorite podcast to listen to, Bo and I. So I was like, that's cute. We can call him Lore. L-O-R-E. I don't like it. Fuck off. Okay. You guys, these are bad. <laughs> I wrote Wolfram. <laughs> Wolfram? Oh, that's so bad. Thoreau. Fox, F A W K E S. I'm not mad at that. Credence. Oh, you know what I really liked? Crescent. Not mad at that either. I thought Crescent was cool. Fox and Crescent, I'm not mad about. Okay. Clement. Nope. Oh my God, you know which one I was actually really hardcore thinking about? What? Aussie, O S S I, because it rhymes with Stassi. <laughs> you should have just done A S S I. Or, just, or tossy. Oh my god, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating for you. They're so bad. They're so bad. And then to think of the name that you chose, I'm like, thank God. And like, how was that even in the list of names? Of names that were so bad. <laughs> I know. I know. Because Lala, this is the thing. There are so many popular names that I really love. Like, I love all the popular names, but I just don't want my kid to have the same name as everyone else. Oh, I actually really liked Easton, but I can't do it because I know one. Easton's super cute. It's a great name, but like Thank I, you. if I know one person, the name is off the list. I don't know one person who has the name of the baby that's coming next month. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither, bitch. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you my names because until I, it's set in stone because then you're going to have to pretend to like it. I agree with that because the name that now we've chosen, yeah. when I do tell people the name, I'm like, if you don't like it, Lie keep, to me. Keep it to yourself. Because I love it and nothing's going to talk me out of it. So, like, don't, yeah. Don't even try. Yeah. Okay, what's the my last question before I let you go? What is your biggest fear with this baby coming? I think I've kind of already touched on that. The disrupting? Yeah, that it's just like. But, like, the birthing experience. Oh, no. Because you had a pretty easy labor with. Yeah, I yeah. did. So, like, I'm just, like, hoping. And everybody says. That for the most part, your second labor is easier than the first. Really? So if I had it easy the first time, then I'm hoping. I think my worst fear, this is my worst fear. I'll tell you. Okay, this is it. The epidural is not going to kick in or it's not going to be right. Okay. And I'm going to feel everything. I always ask pregnant people this question and I'm like, but don't get dark. Like, obviously, our biggest fear is we oh, already of course. know. We but know I'm the, like, yes, no. Like the no. surface lever biggest fear, yours is. That the epidural won't kick in because you hear about that or like your labor goes by so quickly that there was no time for it or yeah. something. I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing this without it. I'm not. I refuse. I refuse to. Yeah. Because mine kind of went out for a second. No way. During my labor. And Fuck I was like, that. what is happening? What is happening? Like something like disconnected. So and 
it was very painful. No, but like I don't understand like how women because you have to get fisted. Mm. That you know part's I mean? fun. <laughs> I'm gonna bomb. No, like literally, like I remember just like that. You know, like they literally like stick their whole hand to see how much you're dilated. Yeah, and they're shit. like, Whoops. and I can't do that. You're at about eight centimeters. Disgusting. <laughs> I cannot do that unless I have. Well, that's because you're being fisted by your partner. I'm. I'm not being fisted by my partner. Well, whatever. You get a dick inside of you. Okay. I'm just saying I'm not going to be having sex to get pregnant this round. No, I know. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. So fist away during the labor experience. Oh, I welcome you to do fisting? so. <laughs> so in order to like check to see how much you're dilated, they pretty much have to stick their whole entire hand up your vagina. I'm yeah. not joking. It's fine. I've never, yeah, I've, I don't think and, I ever. And then your doctor, I forgot about this part, has to like literally massage but like aggressively open your vagina when once you're ready to like actually start pushing i remember our doctor because we had the same one doing that and i just for i'd like buried that and forgot about it and now i'm remembering that all over again oh my gosh this is just my hell you're right i i've kind of blocked all of that out Uh 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 i'm just so excited for you and your life and where you're at and i'm so grateful that i got to have you on the podcast today thank you this was so fucking fun was it easy yes i will literally come back anytime i'm taking you up on that no like truly like give me two months after i get birth and then like i'll literally let's do the damn thing all right i love you so much you guys thank you for listening to another episode of the give them lala podcast and i will catch you guys next week Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.